0: The grammar translation method is not new, actually it is from the beginning of learning language till now. It has had different names, but it has been used by language teachers for many years. At one time, it was called the classical method. It was first used in the teaching of the classical languages Latin and Greek. This method was used for the purpose of helping students to read and appreciate foreign language literature. It was recognized that the students would probably never use the target language, but the mental exercise of learning target language would be beneficial anyway. The fundamental purpose of learning a language is to be able to read literature written in it. Literary language is superior to spoken language. Students' study of the target culture is limited to its literature and fine arts. An important goal is for students to be able to translate each language into another, from language 1 to language 2 or from L2 to L1. There's no difference. If students can translate from one language into another, they are considered successful language learners. Another principle is, the ability to communicate in the target language is not a goal of language instruction. As I said before, the primary skills to be developed are reading and writing. Reading and writing are superior to speaking and listening, and almost known to pronunciation. The teacher is the authority in the classroom. It is very important that the students get the correct answer. It is possible to find native language equivalents for all target language words. Learning is facilitated through attention to similarities between the target language and the native language. It is important for students to learn about the grammar or form of the target language. Another basic and important factor about GTM is deductive application of an explicit grammar rule is a useful pedagogical technique. Language learning provides good mental exercise and students should be conscious of the grammatical rules of the target language. And you know, whenever possible, verb conjugations and other grammatical paradigms should be committed to a memory. According to the teachers, who use grammar translation method, a fundamental purpose of learning a language is to be able to read literature written in the target language, as I said before. To do this, students need to learn about the grammar rules and vocabulary of the target language. In addition, it is believed that studying another language provides students with good mental exercise which helps them develop their minds. The class is teacher-oriented and the rules are very traditional. The teacher is the authority in the classroom and the students do as she says so they can learn what she knows. Students are thought to translate from one language into another. Often, what they translate are readings in the target language about some aspects of the culture of the target language community. Students study grammar deductively, that is, they are given the grammar rules and examples, and they are told to memorize them, and then they are asked to apply the rules to other examples. They also learn grammatical paradigms such as verb conjugations. They memorize native language equivalents for target language vocabulary words. Most of the interaction in the classroom is from the teacher to students. There is little student initiation and little student-student interaction. What about the feelings? You know, there are no principles of the method which relates to this area, I mean feelings. Literary language is considered superior to spoken language as I mentioned before and is therefore the language the students study. Culture is viewed as consisting of literature and fine arts. Vocabulary and grammar are emphasized. Reading and writing are the primary skills that the students work on, and there is much less intention given to speaking and listening. And even pronunciation receives little, uh, or if any, attention. The meaning of the target language is made clear by translating it into the student's native language. The language that is used in class is mostly the student's native language. What about the evaluation? Read-and-tests in which students are asked to translate from their native language into the target language or vice versa are often used in the classroom and questions about the target culture and questions that ask students to apply grammar rules are also common. Having the students get the correct answer is considered very important. If the students make any errors or do not know the answer, the teacher supplies them with the correct answer. There are some techniques which are used in grammar translation method. First one is translation of the literary passage. Students translate a reading passage from the target language into their native language. The reading passage then provides the focus for several classes. Vocabulary and grammatical structures in the passage are studied in subsequent lessons. The passage may be excerpted from some work from the target language literature or a teacher may write a passage carefully designed to include particular grammar rules and vocabulary. The translation may be written or spoken or both, and students should not translate idioms and like literally, but rather in a way that shows that they understand their meaning. Second one is Reading Comprehension Questions Students answer questions in the target language based on their understanding of the reading passage. Often the questions are sequenced so that the first group of questions ask for information contained within the reading passage. In order to answer the second group of questions, students will have to make inferences based on their understanding of the passage. This means that they will have to answer questions about the passage even though the answers are not contained in the passage itself. The third group of questions requires students to relate the passage to their own experience. Antonyms and synonyms Students are given one set of words and are asked to find antonyms in the reading passage. A similar exercise could be done by asking students To find synonyms for a particular set of words or students might be asked to define a set of words based on their understanding of them as they occur in the reading passage. Other exercises that ask students to work with the vocabulary of the passage are also possible. Another technique is cognates. Students are thought to recognize cognates by learning the spelling or sound patterns that correspond between the languages. Students are also asked to memorize words that look like cognates but have meanings in the target language that are different from those in the native language. This technique, of course, would only be useful in languages that share cognates. Another technique is deductive application of rules. Grammar rules are presented with examples. Exceptions to each rule are also noted. Once students understand a rule, they are asked to apply it to some different examples. Another technique would be fill-in-the-blanks exercise. Students are given a series of sentences with word missing. They fill in the blanks with new vocabulary items or with items of a particular grammar type, such as prepositions or verbs with different tenses. Memorization is another technique. Students are given list of target language vocabulary words and their native language equivalents and are asked to memorize them. Students are also required to memorize grammatical rules and grammatical paradigms, such as verb conjugations. Use words in sentences. In order to show that students understand the meaning of uh, those new vocabulary items, they make up sentences in which they use the new words. Composition. The teacher gives the students a topic to write about the target language and the topic is based upon the aspect of the reading passage of the lesson. Sometimes, instead of creating a composition, the students are asked to prepare a process of reading passage.